The 80-20 rule, also known as the Pareto principle, is an aphorism which asserts that 80% of outcomes result from 20% of all causes or inputs for any given event. In business, a goal of the 80-20 rule is to identify inputs that are potentially the most productive and make them the priority. For instance, once managers identify factors that are critical to their company's success, they should give those factors the most focus. Although the 80-20 osseum is frequently used in business and economics, you can apply the concept to any field such as wealth distribution, personal finance, spending habits, and even infidelity in personal relationships. The Pareto Principle 80-20 Rule Key Takeaways The 80-20 Rule maintains that 80% of outcome comes from 20% of causes. In the 80-20 rule, you prioritize the 20% of factor that will produce the best result. A principle of the 80-20 rule is to identify an entity's best asset and use them efficiently to create maximum value. This rule is a precept, not a hard and fast mathematical law. Understanding the 80-20 rule You may think of the 80-20 rule as simple cause and effect. 80% of outcome come from 20% of causes. The rule is often used to point out that 80% of a company's revenue is generated by 20% of its customer. Viewed in this way, then it might be advantageous for a company to focus on the 20% of clients that are responsible for 80% of revenues and market specifically to them. To help retain those clients and acquire new clients with similar characteristics. Core Principle At its core, the 80-20 rule is about identifying an entity's best asset and using them efficiently to create maximum value. For example, a student should try to identify which parts of a textbook will create the most benefit for an upcoming exam and focus on those first. This does not imply, however, that the student should ignore the other parts of the textbook. Often misinterpreted, the 80-20 rule is a precept, not a hard and fast mathematical law. In the rule, it is a coincidence that 80% and 20% equal 100%. Inputs and outputs simply represent different units, so the percentage of inputs and outputs does not need to equal 100%. The 80-20 rule is misinterpreted often. Sometimes the misunderstanding is the result of a logical fallacy, namely that if 20% of input are most important, then the 80, other 80% must not be important. At other times, the confusion is stemmed from the coincidental 100% sum. Business managers from all industries use the 80-20 rule to help narrow their focus and identify those issues that cause the most problem in their departments and organization. Background The rule also known as the Pareto principle and applied in Pareto analysis was first used in microeconomics to describe the distribution of wealth in Italy in the early 20th century. It was introduced in 1906 by Italian economist, best known for the concept of Pareto efficiency. Pareto noticed that 20% of the pea pods in his garden were responsible for 80% of the peas. 
Pareto is expanded this principle to microeconomics by showing that 80% of the wealth in Italy was owned by 20% of the population. In the 1940, the Dr. Joseph Juran, prominent in the field of operation operations management, applied the 80-20 rule to quality control for business production. He demonstrated that 80% of product defect were caused by 20% of the problem in the production method. By focusing and reducing the 20% of production problem, a business could increase its overall quality. Juran coined this phenomena the vital few and the trivial many. Believe of the 80-20 principle. Although there is little scientific analysis that either prove or disprove the 80-20 rule's validity, there is much anecdotal evidence that support the rule are being essentially valid if not numerical accurate. Performance result of salespeople in a wide range of business have demonstrated success by incorporating the 80-20 rule. In addition, external consultants who use Six Sigma and other management strategies have incorporated the 80-20 principle in their practices with good results. Real world example of the 80-20 rule. A Harvard graduate student, Carla, was working on an assignment for her digital communication class. The project was to create a blog and monitor its success during the course of a semester. Carla designed, created and launched the site. Midway through the term, the professor conducted an evaluation of the blog. Carla's blog, though it has achieved some visibility, generated the least amount of tra traffic compared to her classmates' blog. Then to apply the 80-20 rule. Carla happened upon an article about the 80-20 rule because it said that you can use this concept in any field. Carla began to think about how she might apply the 80-20 rule to her blog project. She thought, I spent a great deal of my time, technical ability and writing expertise to help this blog. Yet for all of these extended energy, expanded energy, I am getting very little traffic to the site. She knew that even if a piece of content is spectacular, it is worth visually nothing if no one read it. Carla deduced that perhaps her marketing of the blog was a greater problem than the blog itself. Application To apply the 80-20 rule, Carla decided to assign her 80% to all that went into creating the blog, including its content and as her 20%, she designated the blog's visitor. Using web analytics, Carla focused closely on the blog's traffic. She asked, when sources comprise the top 20% of traffic to my blog? Who are the top 20% of my audience that I wish to reach? Who, what are the characteristics of this audience as a group? Can I afford to invest more money and effort into satisfying my top 20% readers? In terms of content, which blog posts constitute the top 20% of my best performing topics. Can I improve upon these topics and get even more tra uh, traction from my content than I am getting now? Carla analyzed these questions and edited her blog accordingly. She adjusted the blog's design and persona to align with those of her top 20% target audiences, a strategy common in micro-marketing. She rewrote some content to meet her target readers' needs more fully. Although her analysis did confirm that the blog's biggest problem was its marketing, 
Carla did not ignore its content. She remembered the common policy cited in the article. If 20% of inputs are most important, then the 80% must be unimportant. And she and did not want to make that mistake. Result, by applying the 80-20 rule to her blog project, Carla understood her audience better and targeted her top 20% of readers more purposefully. She reworked the blog's structure and content based on what she learned and traffic to her site rose by more than 220%.